this is the NVG Podcast. I'm Will. I'm David. Uh, that's cool. And I we are the NVG Podcast. Sure. I already said that. I know. But maybe. Maybe you had already forgotten that I said that. We really got to get better at these openings. Nope. <laughs> They're the best. Well, I actually don't even know what our opening song sounds like, so. It changes every episode. Oh, it does it? Okay. There's kind of like a pool that it's picked from. How, did you just pretty much admit you don't listen to the episodes anymore? <laughs> kind of. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Whatever. There we oh, go. There oh, boom. Go. Whoa, what was that all about? That was oh. crazy. I don't know. Maybe it's just, uh, it's just a, a dial. I don't know. So, um, maybe I forgot to change something. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're right. Okay, maybe we are getting a little corny. So, uh, you ever had a, on a computer, you ever had a, a file get corrupt and mm-hmm. then you can't open it anymore and you lose that file? Yes, but I always have backups. <laughs> okay. But it's super annoying, right? Like, yes. okay, so you do, probably, sh- I'm sure that you have all these backups because at some point you lost a file and you're like, this is stupid. Yes. Okay. Have you ever lost like a whole hard drive? That wasn't backed up? Yeah. No. I I have. That, it really sucks. That's unfortunate. That was like you way back in the day. Like tossing around your computer? <laughs> Maybe I was. That would probably explain it considering the physical hard drives maybe more prone to corruption yeah well maybe the, maybe my laptop was playing football with another laptop and it had the head to have had the had a head to head collision that might have landed a little bit better had you not stumbled over yeah so <laughs> that always sucks <laughs> um but you've also had like um like you've had like an application open up and then all of a sudden it just crashes and like it just farts and it's out yeah and it's out and then for whatever reason it won't open for a little bit yeah and then you open it back up or you have to restart your computer or whatever mm-hmm. so <sighs> man we're on a journey here <laughs> where are we going <laughs> so this week we're talking about amnesia and uh since so it's funny because when you take computer class you learn about computer components by learning about the human brain Mm-hmm. Whereas the hard drive or solid disk drive or solid state drive in this era mm-hmm. uh, is more like your. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. In your era of growing up, because uh-huh. we're trying to figure out your age here. Right. What was the a predominant uh, memory? Abacus. <laughs> <laughs> was it like the five and a half inch floppy disk? Um, possibly. Cause I, I remember using a substantial number of those when I was young. Did you use those? Mm-hmm. Well, you used them too, so it means nothing. Oh, it might mean something. <laughs> it might mean something. Because you might have used punch cards. I didn't use punch cards. Oh, so we're not that old. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, so they always they always describe computer components by the human brain. So basically, mm-hmm. the hard drive or solid state drive. Um, they associate with long-term memory. The RAM or random access memory is mm-hmm. considered like the your short-term memory. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of think about <coughs> you can kind of think about um, the desktop for Windows or Mac. What does Mac have? Oh, Mac OS. Okay. What, what are some of the other ones? 
I can't remember. Linux okay. distribution? It doesn't really matter what it is, but one of those. Uh, you can th- kind of think of that as like your working memory. And so... Okay. <laughs> so I'm kind of explaining this in reverse because when I was talking about the your file getting corrupted, mm-hmm. which is kind of ha- what happens to part of your brain when you lose some of your long-term memory, or if okay. your hard drive goes bad, then you don't have any of that memory previous to that what was on that hard drive. Mm-hmm. So now, but you can buy a new hard drive and then you can have new memories on that hard drive. Okay. If your brain is like modular and you can take pieces out and put new parts in, right? Right. Okay. But then... Uh, but in the case of amnesia, but technically, if you have amnesia, it's actually, it's not something you fix. It's broken synapses. Or okay, we'll, get into, we'll get into that. Um, but... One thing that you can do, though, like if you think about it, so you you can replace the RAM, you can replace the hard drive, mm-hmm. but underneath it all, like the motherboard and all that, mm-hmm. still knows how to f- do its own functions, right? Mm, yes. Yeah. So you can kind of think that as like procedural memory, which is basically like, so I know how to make a cup of coffee, even though I might have lost my memories, I still know how to make a cup of coffee. I still know, maybe I still know how to play the piano or something like that. Mm-hmm. Your lizard brain still works. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Perfect. Okay. That's my intro into this whole amnesia thing. K-O. <laughs> 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 so I was thinking about this. Like, So if you lost some of your memory, like, how would you personally know if you're like the only person on the planet and you lost some of your memory? You would never know. You would never know. Right. So the only reason we know to recall it for you. Yeah. So someone else is, yeah, and which is crazy because that that goes into like, so you did lose that memory, but then and someone tells you about this memory, and then I don't remember what that's called when you, um, when you can't re- remember something, but then your brain reconstructs it in your head as if it's their own memory. Nine tenths of ex- of existence is perception. Right. That being said your memories are what you perceive of events that occurred or even events that you think occurred, which mm-hmm. delves even like it gets even more meta into perception right. because it may not have ever occurred. That being said, your brain builds things around. I said it before patterns. Right. Um, and so for somebody to, uh, how do we say, uh, for somebody to jar your memory, most of the time, what ends up happening is not that you remember something, but that your brain decide that your brain builds something new mm-hmm. for you to recall. Right. Which is, and it's based off of what you use to jar it, and it's effectively all it's doing is pulling fragments of possible things that could have happened in that moment, and then using them to uh, to supplement the the jarring. Yeah. <laughs> The brain it's, works and it's crazy. It's the reason why technically eyewitness uh, like accounts on a lot of things are hard to to like actually take in as like actual evidence because the mm-hmm. human brain substitutes based on a lot of um, <laughs> perception. I swear so, there was a banana there. Right. Or, or I swear he had brown hair. But the thing is, in between that time, the person could have had blonde hair. But in between that time, they had interaction with somebody that had brown hair or even on the way from 
seeing something and your brain puts the two together because it thinks, okay, that thing wasn't that important and I need, but this was more important. Oh my gosh, I kind of forgot what happened there. I this s- was more important. I could swear it was brown. I swear the Monopoly man had the high monocle. Does he? No. He just has a top hat. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently we're going to bring in the Mandela effect twice in this episode. Sweet. But it's kind of it's kind of similar too though. Like, I mean, that's a, it's a perceived memory, but it's mm-hmm. just it's just it's just by multiple people the same perceived memory. So, in this episode, we technically named it uh we we were like when we came into like conceptualizing the episode, mm-hmm. it came in as amnesia, but it sounds like we're talking more about memory. Um which technically amnesia is very it, it that's what amnesia is it's a, it's right. gaps in it, memory but it's still it's still mostly resol- revolves around amnesia and then cuz there's different types of amnesia so right. so we'll kind of just dive into what amnesia is and I'll go like the technical points so am- amnesia is typically associated with damage to the uh, medial temporal lobe uh okay. and then the temporal lobe is in, temporal lobe is involved in processing sensory input uh, into derived meaning for the appropriate retention of visual memory, language comprehension, and layman's terms, please. Emotion association. Well, that's pretty easy. Uh, visual memory. You, you know, anything that you see, you're gonna. There, there. You know, there's different types of memory. So there's a, your your visual input. It's it's all sensory input. You know, your mm-hmm. visual, and language is through. You know, obviously your hearing memory, mm-hmm. and then and then w- w- the crazy part is that. Uh, emotional memory is such a huge part of your memory mm-hmm. like for instance if um, that's why what i said earlier somebody important in your life you may have encountered after you witnessed something and mm-hmm. that important person because they're important emotionally wise they or they're emotionally significant to you suddenly you're blending two stories together yep because your emotional memory actually overrides the the patterns because of the whether it be dopamine or other chemicals that are introduced into your brain. It probably has a lo- good deal of, uh, f- plays a good role in nostalgia too. Oh, like yes. huge. Because emotionally, you think a game was great because you, mm-hmm. it was great at the time. Now, I remember this feeling I had when I played it. Just mm-hmm. It probably works into playing sequels too. Or mm-hmm. like want, desiring a sequel to a game. Because you want, you want the feeling again. Again, dopamine still. But yeah. That's dope. Um... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. You said dopamine, and I said that's dope. And then I said amine. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that part. <laughs> um, so there's um, <laughs> there's three categories for head trauma, uh, and some oh, of those are. Jump. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was wrong. <laughs> there's, I totally read that wrong. Uh, so there's three categories for amnesia. Okay. And uh, or causes, and so one would be from head trauma. Uh, one would be from traumatic events. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, seeing something devastating happen to a loved one. Yeah, something like that. Who knows what it is? Um, but the crazy part is that your mind will. Well, I'll get into this. And the next one is is uh, is physical deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, there is a fourth one, and that's induced by alcohol. Ooh. But getting back to the traumatic events one, it's crazy that your mind can decide what memories it needs to dispose of right. or basically shove deep down and not let you think about it unless, you know, you know, you, you can have repressed memories. That's insane. Mm-hmm. We don't have any control over that. Some people can. Maybe, maybe you're, like this part of your brain is like, is like the bios. Kind of. Um, 
I would think of that kind of thing as more like a file manager kind of thing, but it's mm-hmm. it's definitely something that you stick a couple a couple layers down in a folder or something like that, and you don't want people to put you put a password on it or something. Yeah, <laughs> that folder. Um, but like, I do think that there's uh, so a part of uh, like a subsector of the whole repressed memory thing is also people that manage their memories in a way that don't affect them adversely so somebody say for instance that did go through something traumatic mm-hmm. normally maybe for somebody else who does not properly manage those memories or uh yeah i guess properly manages kind of it's the technical uh kind of description for it that they might run loose in their synapses or whatever and right. cause corruption if you will which would cut which could cause them to to lose memories right um Whereas somebody else who uses that and goes, okay, what happened? Why am I affected by it? Why do I not want to, or what, why would I not want that to occur again? How do I, how do I make that not occur again? Then there's those people who we actually consider as to be resilient because they're able to use those uh, traumatic events and they use them as, uh, what do you call it? Material or whatever for, um, to move forward or whatever, or foundation to move forward from. Mm, Anyway, think of the word. Yeah. Yeah. I know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. So, like I think of like the whole management of your memories and the fact that your brain can literally tell you, nope, <laughs> we're not remembering that <laughs> That's anymore. That's not important. I mean, you're you're, or, or, you're it's the hippocampus, right? I'm pretty sure it is. I don't it, do uh, anatomy and physics. I think hippocampus is. I think that's the one that takes the short term memory and then basically decides, hey, we need to store this. Hey, we need to get rid of it. Yeah, my short term memory sucks. My short term memory sucks. Well. It's so garbage i mean like somebody telling you their name and you immediately forget oh, yeah. well i don't think that's i think that's a lot of people so right well that and somebody telling you 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 got to go somewhere next week and you completely yeah. like literally walk out of the room and go shoot i was supposed to do something well the thing about that i mean a lot of people are like that but the thing is is you can actually develop techniques to enhance those abilities you know or you just use uh Notepad. scheduling software as a as a as a crutch Pen and like paper. myself i don't remember to i would not remember to pay certain bills if it were not on my calendar oh i got auto pay for everything most everything that i can auto pay i do because yeah. i would forget it otherwise <laughs> my wife's always like she's like hey yeah such good credit and i'm like yeah because they just I, take the money yeah they I, just take I, it take I it i don't I'll need it. To give it to him. yeah exactly <laughs> i already knew how much i was gonna be paying for this you just take the money out of my account so this is something new I, I learned. I actually didn't know this. Uh, so actually, so it's all called electroconvulsive therapy. Mm-hmm. And and I can't remember what it used to be Pretty called. Pretty much you just shock Electroshock therapy. therapy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a new name. I don't really know why they call it electroconvulsive therapy now. Because shock is associated with pain and okay. they don't want... It, they don't want a treatment to be perceived as painful. yeah but convulsive i mean yeah but it's a more um technical term it seems more violent right to somebody who knows what that word means okay somebody well, else might just go oh oh hmm, oh i wonder how that works you yeah know? okay or or maybe somebody else might name it like electrostimulative uh therapy or something like that something or, something. or sonic hedgehog gene Sure. I know it's out of left field, sorry. Yes. It's just what popped in my head. Yes. My hippocampus grabbed it out of my long term memory and popped it into my working memory. Wow. This is what we're doing today? <laughs> I guess so. Okay. <laughs> so um so electrocompulsive therapy, uh it's a psych 
It's a psychiatric treatment in which seizures are electrically induced. Seizures. Yeah, seizures. You said seizures. Oh, my bad. Are electrically induced to patients to provide relief, relief from mental disorders, which can cause one of the two types of amnesia. Ooh. Would you like to know two of those types? Let's get it. Okay, so there's two main types of amnesia. Uh, one of them is retrograde amnesia, and this is the inability to retrieve information that was acquired before a particular date, okay. usually the date of an accident or operation. Ooh. Or okay. one second, one second, one second, one second. Are we talking about things that happened in Final Fantasy V? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Gallif gets his memory jogged, if you will, because yeah. he otherwise had amnesia when he fell to this planet and then suddenly he remembers everything when his granddaughter um and other people defeat him doing something or something like that she was the the catalyst yes hmm. catalyst for his memory um so yeah that's that's typically this is definitely one that's used most commonly in media um yeah and then the uh, other one i don't really know how to say this one correctly uh entero entero grade Ugh, I probably said that wrong. Uh, but anyway, and let's just call it AG amnesia. Okay. And uh, that's the inability inability to transfer new information from the short-term store storage to the long-term storage. Those are the people that can remember things from before they had amnesia and that they have not since then been able to commit anything new. Yeah, there's, there's just no new memories. 51st dates. 51st, such as 51st dates. Okay. All right. So, um... Oh, sorry. The first one, um, it was it... What is that um, one CIA program supposedly happened? The Ultra... MK Ultra. MK Ultra, where mm-hmm. supposedly everybody... These people are, like, in, uh, forcefully induced amnesia, so that way they can be triggered at some point to mm-hmm. be able to, like, as sleeper agents or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I actually forgot about that one. Well, you know that MK Ultra is, is used heavily in uh, like the first season of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I just figured. Uh, I was trying to think the whole time, like while we were, while you were discussing, or when you had first mentioned retrograde amnesia, I was like, oh, ah, oh, man, I can't remember that was used as a plot point in a movie. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna remember it. But yeah. Oh, the retrograde. Oh man, that, yeah. I'm telling you, that's yeah, that's like. Definitely everywhere in, in, in media. It was that specific example that I was trying okay. to think of, the sleeper agents thing. So for just thinking about, about this in terms of uh, media, I was thinking, I, I was trying to think of some examples for the <laughs> AG amnesia that I can't say, which is essentially short-term memory loss. Mm-hmm. And, and 51st States was the first thing I Yeah, first Yeah, okay. for, oh, for sure. And uh, actually that one has it pretty close. Um, hers is a little different because it's, it's everyday you know, like like she's losing her memory every day, right? Which typically isn't the case. Usually, it's like a, it's like momentary. Yeah, it's momentary. Um, or it's moment to moment. Sorry, like they they're just not remembering anything. It just kind of happens that way. Right. The whole idea of like, oh hi, blah 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 blah. Oh, <laughs> my name is blah blah blah. Yeah. And then turn away and turn back and they're like, oh hi. <laughs> well, the funny thing about that movie too is like, <laughs> she has the most ridiculous support system mm-hmm. like yeah, it's an impossible support system like yeah but it's like the whole days. town yeah yeah and sadly like nobody has the support system like that and realistically like when people have issues like this usually they're like mental uh, issues and uh, mental issues in general 
it does kind of suck. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, maybe if you have a like your family, but like the whole town's not going to get involved, and typically they they most of these people end up in a institution or on the or on the street as home or on the street. Actually, I was reading about that too. How like uh, a lot of the homeless, uh, a huge percentage of homeless people have. Um, some type of mental disorder, mm-hmm. which is really sad. It is very sad. Um, so, <laughs> some of the other movies I was thinking of was uh, was actually "Dudes, Where's My Car?" Really? <laughs> yeah. And that was the one associated with the drinking. That I don't think it was a drinking. I think because that one had like aliens or whatever. But um, I'd never seen the movie, so. But it was int- well. It was just interesting how they they built the premise of that movie. You know, and they kind of they took memory loss. Or temporary amnesia. The hangover. Yeah, there's a hang. I wrote that down too. Uh, there. Okay. <laughs> there's the hangover, uh, where it bases this movie around like this mystery of what just happened, which is, yeah, I which mean, is pretty a much con- well. It's a pretty common theme for this type of this type of memory loss. Right. Um, ones that have done it a little differently, like like finding finding Nemo mm-hmm. with Dory. I mean. They didn't really use it as, a, as the uh, plot device. Plot device is just kind of they just gave it to the character that added like charm to her more than anything. Right. And it was in such a like you have uh, I don't remember the dad's name, but oh no, I don't remember the dad's name. But you know he's so structured, and then I mean they almost they almost do it like she has. It's almost like ADHD. Yeah, but at the same time, she really can't remember much of anything. Yeah, it's basically structure and ar- anarchy, and they kind of slapped it together. Yeah. Um, but one of the... Um, ever seen the movie's Clean Slate? With no, Dana but, Carvey? No, but I do remember something about a clean slate in... Batman. In Batman. Um, it's going to be the late, the last one, The Dark Knight Rises. Um, because Catwoman wanted to get a clean slate. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which reminds me of something else the Nolan brothers also worked on. Or one yeah. of the Nolan brothers worked on it as well. Yeah, I'll get to that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, clean clean slate was, it was just like 50 first dates, but he was a detective. and every, But every time he went to sleep, he forgot what was going on before. Mm-hmm. And so he had to keep on giving himself notes and he was supposed to um, testify at a trial. But, okay. yeah. I mean, they they typically in movies and media they use amnesia in a. It, it's weird because they use it in an unrealistic manner, but at the same time, since am, amnesia is so random, because everyone, the way their memory works is different from person to person, mm-hmm. that that maybe it's it's not in a way. I don't know, but yeah, getting onto the uh, Christopher Nolan movie Memento mm-hmm. is actually, in my opinion, one of the best examples of short-term memory loss in in media and in that movie it basically so actually you want to describe memento a little bit well you can do it. okay so in the movie memento um the character has had a traumatic experience and uh where his his wife was murdered okay and well true the true to form for any christopher nolan movie um there is there is that kind of like ambiguity I can never say that word Ambiguity. right. Ambiguity. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> so weird. About what is really, uh, what's really occurring, what's really reality, what's, you know, and, um, but in this movie, he, each scene plays out in fragments of his memory. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and it kind of plays out from the be- the the end of the movie and the other half is like kind of the so one part goes from the past and the other one plays backwards in scenes until you kind of get a picture of what's going on in this movie but so the movie plays out with his scenes that are fragments of his, his of his memory and mm-hmm. he's pretty much trying to piece together who murdered his his wife and so what he'll do is he'll put notes he'll do tattoos on his body as clues to try to help him solve this mystery mm-hmm. and all the while everyone around him is kind of taking advantage of him like the, for instance the, the his landlord is, keeps on asking him for more rent and realistically this is really close to how someone with this type of short-term memory loss would operate they would take a lot of notes and i'm sure people there would be people that are trying to take advantage advantage of them uh, but one of the things that really isn't probably likely is how vivid his memory of his wife mur- wife's murder was because basically that seems to be anytime he has comes back from a memory lapse mm-hmm. it seems like that's the most vivid part of his memory and he's and he's like i feel like he's every time he's like how do i solve this right yeah it was a good movie i think it's one of those things where you kind of have to be used to something a plot like that being so confusing but at the same time you have to also think of it as really good direction to make it as confusing as it would be for the person currently experiencing said memory loss Mm -hmm. so again like I would I would say it's a good movie because of that, but otherwise, yeah, I wasn't like the biggest fan of it. I thought it was cool though. Yeah, uh, yeah, I thought it was yeah. cool, but it wasn't like something I'd be like, "Oh, guys, you gotta see Memento. It's so great, bro." For like, yeah. the longest time, that's typically the movie I describe when people ask me what my favorite movie is. Since it's impossible to pick a favorite movie, I typically say that one. It's very possible. Transformers the movie, nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> Get with it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's take a break. I don't think there's amnesia in that movie. In Transformers? I don't think so. Um, in any of them? No, in that movie. I have no clue. I don't think there is. I got nothing. Bawi Grana Mini Bong. Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. <laughs> I guess we're back. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> those are the best, like, those are the best openings and, and, and coming back from break because every time it throws you off, like, ah, mm-mm. yeah, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to segue into what we're talking about. Segways are for chumps. For chumps. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so we talked about anterior grade. AG memory loss, and now mm-hmm. we're going to talk about uh, a little bit of retrograde amnesia, and okay. that's that long-term memory loss. And this is this is kind of the bread and butter of Hollywood. You'll see a lot of if you watch soap operas. Do you watch soap operas? No. <laughs> do you know anyone that does? No. How are they still still like popular? I don't know anyone that watches them. Because maybe you're not old enough to know them. Hmm. Fair enough. The thing is. You wouldn't be home to see them because you. Because I'm job. working. Exactly. <laughs> and that's when they come on, unless, unless of course you record them 
so you can see. Yeah, there is DVR these days. Yes, there is DVR these days. In this modern world of ours. (laughs) We don't have to record TV shows to VCR. I think, like, I mean, I've watched them before, and I swear, though, like, that's how, like, there's always a character with amnesia somewhere. Hey, it's a good plot point. It's easy. Well, it's easy to use that to bring back characters that haven't been on the show for a while. Like, people can literally just disappear off the show and, like, not explain it. Contract negotiations and whatnot. (laughs) For a whole season. They went off to do a couple movies or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know even know, know what big stars have come from like soap operas. I want to say Michael B. Jordan did soap operas. I did not know that. I know he did Friday Night Lights. Anyway, so uh, long-term memory loss. It's it's uh, there's kind of two bigger types, huh? So there's two bigger <laughs> types for oh Breath of the Wild. I forgot about that. Oh, that, that that's true. Yeah, and you have to find your memories essentially. Uh, so. Well, actually, I mean, video games use amnesia a lot. And um, I would say that one of the bigger reasons that they do that is because, well, first of all, if you do like a sequel, then, you know, if this guy's lost his memories, maybe he's lost his abilities and you got to rebuild your stats and whatnot. Hmm. But uh, so some of the uh, movies that I immediately think of when you when I think of like forgetting your past is as actually I think of uh Hook for some weird reason was the first one that came to my mind. The movie? Yeah. Okay. So in well I mean if you haven't never seen talking about the game. I was like oh, that that's what things Hook the <laughs> game. Like the two D slide scro- scroller? Yeah, on, on Super Nintendo. <laughs> Why not? Well I mean it's based on the movies, so True. Also Michael B. Jordan was in All My Children. Really? Yes. That's weird. Uh, so that's weird. Uh, so essentially, in Hook, it's Peter Pan. He has forgotten that he's Peter Pan. He replaced Chadwick Boseman on All My Children. What? Yes. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, these people. Everybody's been in the soap opera. Did they both have amnesia? Is that why they left? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're all like, he's got amnesia they like, the oh same my per- gosh again another person with amnesia they played they played the same person though so oh, re- what yeah he replaced chaswick boseman as the character because they look so similar I yeah uh-huh. that's messed up yeah, kind of a little bit of course Sorry. they might do that with like tons of different people i don't really don't know it's a soap opera it's usually a rotating cast interesting uh so another one was uh i thought of was knights of the old republic have you played knights of the old republic i have played kotar if that's what you're talking about kotar knights of the old republic uh, okay <laughs> i was like what because i'm a true elite gamer i refer to games as their abbreviations <laughs> nice <laughs> so in that game uh, i think you thought it was nice yeah do not patronize me, sir. So in that game, it was kind of the whole, I it used to be a bad guy. He lost his memory. And now that he's lost his memory, you're, he's like a new person. So he's doing good guy things. Yeah. And then he gets his old memories of being a bad guy. And he's like, oh. And there's that fight between. I like my old ways better or my new ways better. Yeah. Should I still be a bad guy? Oh, I don't know. I could get the things that I want easier. But no, I don't want to because I feel bad better being a good guy but everybody keeps on telling me i was a bad guy <laughs> oh i'm so conflicted have they done that in reverse i wonder 
I can't think of I can't think of like a good guy being a bad guy and then trying not to go back to being a good guy. Yeah. Hmm. That sound that sounds like cash opportunity. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh as far as long term memory loss goes, uh I think one of the the more successful ones was actually the born identity. True, true. True, true. True, true. Um, it was... It was well, the thing is, I think the Bourne identity, or like the Bourne was, movies in general... It was the same thing, too. And they, it just happened to have that uh, plot. Okay, fair so enough. Well, I mean... That wasn't necessarily like the best part of it. Not... Their depiction of I it mean, the first one was the like... Part. Well, they build it like a mystery. The same thing, type of thing. They, you know, yeah. like... Eh, you're right. They're like, these people are chasing me. I guess that's not the like you're not the there, best you're parts not there of it. for the plot. Yeah, you're board. you're there because he's kind of a badass. Yeah, that's all. And then I guess amnesia doesn't really matter. It's just, it's just like oh sweet, it's happening. That's all. <laughs> so is it, so maybe it just works better if it's like a maybe it's maybe that's why it works better is because it's like a, a background point. Mm-hmm. It's not important. A springboard. Yeah, it's just a springboard. Of course, that's what they do a lot too. They usually just use a springboard. Yep. That's why it's not that great. Hmm. Interesting. But it's not that great, and if you, in that, if you pay attention to it, you're like, "Ugh, we're doing this again." Um, and then if you don't pay attention to it, and you pay attention to everything else around it, then you're like, "Oh, oh, this is good." Mm-hmm. And really, when it comes down to it, you actually end up liking the. Uh, what do you call it? The the things that result from the fact that they have amnesia, because when you when you when you kill somebody's memory in a movie, TV show, video game, or something like that, it allows the viewer or the player to experience the new memories or experience the old memories that may be triggered. Right. So that way, you're not just trying to interpret their actions as oh, this is because of that trauma they experienced. No, you actually get to firsthand experience the trauma because you get to see it happening, right? Or you get to see them remembering it. So it gives the director an opportunity, director or writer or whatever, an opportunity to show the past memories without necessarily feeling like flashbacks and more. <laughs> yeah, I was, feeling, I was about to say that feeling like flash, like or like flashes in the present. Yeah. So yeah, I was about to say that. You know, I was like I was like maybe back in the day they're like, Oh, you know, flashbacks, that's really getting overused. What can we do? What can we, how can we make this better? Let's just make them forget it. So technically it's not a flash to the past, it's just yeah. a flash to right and now. And so the audience is discovering this at the same time as, as the, the character. character. And then oh my now gosh. they feel more invested. Oh, they do. And they feel more connected to this character because they, mm-hmm. they solved the mystery together. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's pretty cool. It's almost like I'm a writer and I know these things. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one. Uh, so there's a little bit of a different extension of. Uh, so this one, you know, you're forgetting your past, but you're forgetting your identity. You've mm-hmm. forgotten your identity, too. Uh, but there's also the one where you've forgotten your past, but you still remember who you are. And two characters that I mostly think of. Um, and this one's going back a little bit. So this might date me a little bit. Flash Gordon. No. Did you forget his memory? No, I'm just, I don't think I just did. wanted to say flashcard so I can go okay. flash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you ever watch Quantum Leap? No. You never watched Quantum Leap? What? So that was before your time? Sure. Do you know what it's about? No. Wait, wait are you real? Totally. That's so weird. So anyway, 
so this scientist guy invents this machine or whatever, and he's trying to do time travel. But is this in, one with Ben Affleck? No. This no, is a TV pay, show. That's Payback or something, or Paycheck or something like that. Or whatever. I, don't, I actually Anyways. don't remember this guy's name. Uh, anyway, he invites this, invents this machine to go back in time, but instead of um, um, him physically going back in time, basically his consciousness goes back in time, and he Ooh. leaps. Yeah, and he leaps to into different people. And oh, this is definitely Daisy. This corny looking. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> it was a so the story was actually really good, and because uh, essentially, he, so he remembered who he was, and he had bits and pieces. I mean, he had a lot of his memory, but there's there was always parts of his memory that were repressed. And uh, his companion guy that can go back in time with him is like a hologram or something like that. Um, it always seemed like he felt it was best to keep his those memories repressed or whatever but i remember like there being portions where like all of a sudden he remembers that he has a brother and then like it's a kind of a mystery to him like oh i have a brother i well, I, I didn't remember him yada yada and then in later episodes he he remembers that his his brother's uh, is already dead and so he had this memory of his brother and he's like oh i have a brother and then he had the memory that he's dead and it's almost like he experienced it again Okay, so I'm looking at the plot synopsis for this show. This is definitely like one of those shows where the the writers were like, it seems like the the writers were like, okay, so how can we get a show with a villain of the week, a character of the week? How can we get one of those kinds of shows? Mm -hmm. How about each week, this guy's consciousness, because it's a lot of time, leaps quantumly into another body. And then... And then, because we definitely like the lols, you know, we want to make sure that he has to go through these wacky situations and <laughs> kind of lie his way through it. That's pretty much the premise of the show. Mm, sure. Like, the science is, like, literally a backdrop. That's what? The science of it, the quantumness of it is the uh-huh. backdrop for everything. Yeah. It's not... The, the whole show is literally just a character in wacky situations every week. It's not really in wacky trying situations. To, trying to get it's home. it's not really it, well. It's definitely not like a comet or something. Well, but sometimes it, like he, as soon as he leaps into someone's into someone else, that's the end of the episode. It shows who he leaps into, and he looks in the mirror, and he always he always says, "Oh boy." <laughs> that that's the comedy I'm telling. And then, uh, well, I remember there's an episode where uh, he he leaped into Lee Harvey Oswald, but in like original history. Uh, Jackie Robinson was actually shot too, and he was. I remember he leaped. He leaped the next time, and he was all upset because uh, he thought he failed because because J- JFK died right. when he. And uh, but then the other guy was like, "No, no, you changed time. Like Jackie Robinson actually died, and you actually changed it, and now Jackie Robinson's alive, and which is which matches matches our reality." What? Oh, this is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this whole show I don't think so. Well, I mean, it was it's an older show, but and I'm if you not think about buying it. If you think about the shows that are on around this time, this was like some good stuff. This is around the time of MacGyver. That's not good stuff. <laughs> MacGyver's good stuff, but this guy's not good stuff. MacGyver was not good. This was this was way better than MacGyver. Oh, this is his fighting words. My guyver was ridiculous. <laughs> guyver was a genius. <laughs> this, Let's take this, this piece guy, of gum. 
this toothpick. And make a rocket and out of make, it. Yeah, <laughs> a rocket, <laughs> yeah. That's better than I was going to say. Perfect. Uh, but another one I, I was thinking of is, uh, he still remembers the identity, but forgets his past was uh, the character Wolverine. Yeah, and I guess slowly but surely he remembers certain things that yeah. kind of shaped him the way he is, but he still doesn't remember like quite the like extensively into the past. Almost like only at a certain point in his life does he start to that look. So part of his life is completely gone, and then the other part of his life is fragmented. Mm-hmm. And that's like the part that really shapes him is the fragmented part because he doesn't remember anything else. Which makes no sense because he has this healing factor. And so you would think that he'd be able to heal his, his brain as well, mm-hmm. but unless there's adamantium, like. But here's the thing you mentioned earlier: the brain itself can force these kinds of things, can force yeah. like a compression of memories, or even a kind of a traumatic like experiences. a partitioning of memories. Yeah. So he can only physically heal, but like mentally, he can't. But mentally, technically, like for him, technically, actually, that makes it makes a lot of sense for his character. You know, like he can physically heal, but his biggest, deepest wounds are his mental wounds. Oh my gosh, he's the strongest person in the world, but he's weak at heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes a good character, though, really. Sure. Oh, you don't like? Wait, do I you like, not really like Wolverine? I like Wolverine. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say it makes sense great character or whatever i didn't say great character i said a good character you meant great i could hear it in your voice <laughs> <laughs> so great so great <laughs> i love me some wolverine wow that's what you sounded like okay uh moving on so there's a there's a different types of other types of amnesia and one of those would be a amnesia <laughs> Uh, that was when the character's memories are erased. Now, one of the things I've noticed about when they use this erasure of memories mm-hmm. is that a lot of times, unless it is like definitive and it's needed in order to drive the plot forward, mm-hmm. most of the time, all those memories are never actually erased. They're always like forcibly, like what do you call it, like suppressed. Because usually, a memory that's erased because somehow fragments can be put back together and, and they remember things slowly mm-hmm. but surely or whatever um like say for instance like a um so i don't like a bad guy that erases somebody's memory of them being a good guy in mm-hmm. order to make oh wow the green ranger um so the green ranger yeah because he doesn't, <laughs> okay. he doesn't i never watched power rangers okay so so he, yeah, so he thinks he's he thinks he's a bad guy, but he's actually just he's just a regular good person. And, but it's because he has all those like memories like erased, modified, or whatever. But then slowly but surely, he's like, oh my gosh, I'm not a bad person. <laughs> so you you think of uh, characters like you immediately think of characters that have been forcibly erased, right? So I actually thought of uh, characters that the first things that came to my head was characters where they chose to have their mind erased. Yes, but there there's a movie about that too. Um Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes, one. that's actually on my list. Yeah. And that shows pretty much the fact that no matter how many times you erase something, it's there. It's still there, Time's yeah. Time's going to happen no matter like the reason why things happened will still continue to occur. Like therefore the things that you thought you were trying to forget, you'd actually just repeat because you don't remember them. You don't have well, the experience. Well, it's still there no matter what. Even even if it's not in your 
conscious memory it's somewhere in your unconscious memory mm-hmm. yeah also again if you don't remember that you did something so that you don't do it again you'll do it again and that was kind of the whole that was like one of the one of the big things in that in that story is like if you keep on trying to forget me and i keep on trying to forget you we're always going to be drawn back to each other mm-hmm. because there's a time where we didn't want to forget each other right and yeah well that's kind of the case with uh well it's kind of a a plot device anytime someone's memory is like lost or been erased or whatever mm-hmm. like there's always the whole like you're gonna get fragments back you know mm-hmm. like naturally usually and and that's that's, that's true in real the brain, the brain does repair itself yeah that's true so. in real amnesia um it it can heal depending on the damage yeah, yeah depending on the Maybe. damage whatever uh another one i thought of was also total recall where he chose Would you say he recalls totally mm-hmm <laughs> maybe i really don't know (laughs) most of it maybe but he chose as well to have his memory er erased Mm -hmm. and then he needs to get it back but actually but i think it's because he just remember i think he was a bad guy actually before his memory was erased i forgot about that yeah he was probably a remake of that movie yes who was in it oh it was um oh my gosh i can't remember that dude's name ermer good um, is that one guy he was in one of the new harry potter movies as the bad guy voldemort no no no, no. In in like the fantastic beasts or whatever he was the main bad guy oh let me think uh voldemort <laughs> <laughs> that's it oh uh, it's colin farrell colin farrell oh uh, yeah okay so there's a remake with that aka voldemort he's not really <laughs> The fact that you almost fought me on that, like, as if you were, like, no, for real, it's Voldemort. No, it's not Voldemort. Stop saying it's Voldemort. Everybody played Oh. So, you know, so that was played by Ralph Fiennes, which is, he's also in another show nowadays where Amnesia plays a part in in the story. Have you ever seen the OA? Yes. It's very good. Except it got canceled. Or did it? It's all part of the social media social campaign. media campaign, whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it got canceled. I'm pretty sure what a lot you're of gonna get canceled for these statements. What a, what a lot of uh well I I don't want to get canceled. It was it was I thought it was a great show. Um what a lot of like articles that have been written about that writer though, Brit, whatever. Marling? Yeah. A- after this show's canceled canceling or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is a publicity stunt. But then, do you remember what she said in her in her response to it all? Nah, I didn't read it. You guys are telling the story. Maybe she exists in this world, and that this right here is this new story that we wanted to tell—the story of the people and fighting against blah 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 blah. It was actually really powerful. I say blah, 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 blah. But it was actually like, it was like a really, really, you can tell she's a writer for sure. Mm-hmm. Or the writer. Like, yeah, she's awesome. She's uh, legit. It was very uh, structured, very uh, uh, impactful was the word I was thinking about. It was very impactful, very, very moving for the people that actually were really trying to fight for that show to come back. Which, to be honest, nowadays, I don't. I mean, because people have access to these lists of things and they know immediately when it happens, when something's going to be canceled and that it's, you know, things like that, it kind of makes it like a different thing because before, back in the day, it was, you could cancel a show 
And yeah, it could come out that the show was canceled due to reasons or whatever. But sometimes a show could get canceled and you wouldn't know until 10, 15 years later that a show actually got canceled because it, it ended just fine because the studio would be like, hey, we're not going to renew you for a seventh season or eighth season. And so they, they ended up everything or they, they ended up closing everything up. There's a wedding. Yeah, and, and people just totally forget there was a show. True. Bum, 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 <laughs> because their memories are bad because they're old and they lived in a time frame when things weren't backed up onto, say, I don't know, Google for them to, you know, procure the knowledge again to refresh their memory. I don't remember what that life was like. Does it even exist anymore? Well, sir, that is a quantum question <laughs> because like anything. Do things exist after they are forgotten? I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> Schrodinger's cat. Perfect example. Oh, you know, uh, I can't remember. Sh- Schrodinger? Yeah. What? How, okay, explain sh- that to me. Okay, so Schrodinger's cat's the, the little, the complex, I guess, about that is that while the cat is in the box, it's in a state of quantum flux, if you will. Mm-hmm. So... The cat is neither dead nor alive. Why? Because we don't know what it is. So our perception of that event is in the middle. But nothing can ne- necessarily be dead and dead and not dead at the same time, right? Dude, so why don't they just open the box? When you do, then you take it out of that, that state. It's kind of pretty much it's, it's quantifying it. mystery. I get it. The mystery box? The loot box. <laughs> Pay 99 cents. <laughs> You'll find out if the cat is alive or dead. Yes. <laughs> uh, so another one I thought of of Memories Erased. We should definitely do that as DLC for our game. Oh, my gosh. Perfect. Yay. <laughs> another one I thought it was uh, was Kingdom Hearts and how that they handled. Um, so actually, like, even though. Fa- Kingdom Ki- Hearts isn't necessarily amnesia as much as it's fractured memory. Well, he totally forgets. I mean, when he goes into a Castle Oblivion, the more he goes into it, the more... He... he doesn't forget. It's being taken away from him. Oh, well, there you go. Memory erased. Not erased. Transposed. Because remember, she's using his memories to create the other thing. Yeah. So, so it's been stolen. Yes. But it's not erased. It's being moved somewhere else. Oh, so it's a whole new category of amnesia. Yes. Hmm. Memory transposition. <laughs> Which sounds like something from a King Hearts game, for sure. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> That's interesting. Indeed. So so she essentially took her, his memory. They stole her, his memories of the events of King Hearts 1 mm-hmm. and re- rebuilt that world in there. Yes. And then to get them back... You had to beat up the world that you created with your own memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then at the... But the further you get in it, the more worlds that have been created, but they've also been compiled elsewhere. And then in order to get all of your memories back, you got to go to sleep and pretty much have them all reinserted, a.k.a. Kingdom Hearts recoded, back Mm -hmm. into your brain. Right. And Hmm. then the Kingdom Hearts 2. Good job, Nomura. Well, I mean, it's creative. It is still creative. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's... It is. It's putting a twist on something that's already been done. And the thing is, we love Kingdom Hearts because of how convoluted it is. Yeah. 
the fact that I can actually at this point and because I have played them all be able to put these stories together in at least a somewhat feasible way or like distill them down to the things that actually matter and the events that are explainable because there's many events in Kingdom Hearts that are not explainable simply for the reason of they don't think we're meant to be explained. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I, I've i played all the games and I've tried to... I tried to have a good grasp on everything and after three, I'm just like, it's whatever. There's no point in like trying to piece it together because it's all nonsense. You know what probably best in order to remember everything and to get everything? You should probably relive it that's the new it's the name of the new dlc is that what's called relive or relive oh i didn't know that i thought it was like no it's remind you should probably be come reminded. on man come it on. it was something that had to do with memory and i knew it anyways it's <laughs> remind yeah so you should probably be reminded <laughs> it works either way it works either way uh so another one and we mentioned it earlier was that they've used in uh movies is they actually uh alcohol induced memory loss and that's a pretty easy one i can actually only think of those three movies what movie hangover oh i've never seen those before you have not bro well let me explain this movie to you you see these guys are out on a uh in vegas for a bachelor party and they have so much alcohol actually it's not so much alcohol Th- doesn't he like roofie them oh he does yes Yes, he roofies them, and that's There's why they forget. Roofing. I don't really know if roofing people makes them forget. I think actually alcohol will make them forget as they black out and their hippocampus goes kaput I think temporarily. It's supposed to be the combination of alcohol and the roofing that's supposed to cause you to have memory and... lapses, and it's not necessarily that you forget. There are lapses in memory, so it's at it. It's at a time where you are not as cognizant as usual, so you're not able to form memories of that time frame. Dude, where's my bride? I feel like maybe you you wanted you built up to that and you were just hoping that it would land and it's just just <laughs> floated out there. It's never quite hit the ground. Goodbye. Okay, let's take a break. What are those? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, I remember why we're here. Let's get back to the podcast. Oh, you, wow, you're recording. I didn't have my <laughs> headphones on. <laughs> because you also forgot why we're here. I did. I totally forgot. Anywho. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's kind of fiz- finish out this podcast. Um, I want to talk about... Um, so we're talking about a little bit how they used to use flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh... Maybe we just use amnesia so they can like we can learn it at the same time. Yada yada yada. Right. And I was trying to think of um oh having the same effect but with but as an alternative to amnesia. Okay. And the best example I thought of was the new God of War. And what essentially what they did in that is they had this they just had this character who had this um this past that he wanted to forget and he wanted everyone to forget this. Mm-hmm. But as is always the case, the past always comes back to haunt you. Mm-hmm. And if you had never played the previous games and you played, this is your first entry, you know, you, you were kind of learning these things, these things about Kratos mm-hmm. 
at the same time as uh, maybe the other. I mean, he obviously knows, but his son is finding out at the same time as the audience is would right. be. Well, like you said before, it's often used in video games as a mechanic to like, like technically, like the there's a lot of stories that start off with like, oh, you have full power, and they just mm-hmm. kind of tease all the skills you're able to use, and then like you know, like a good a good one chapter in you forget everything right. or something happens that erases all those things for you and forces you to learn them all again. I guess what it comes down to is usually with the experience, you want the player, you want the the viewer to experience everything in real time and not necessarily feel like they're constantly like rubbernecking through like the, or sorry, rubber banding. Rubbernecking is when you're like, tur- yeah, rubbernecking is it. mm-hmm. it's like turning, constantly turning back and forth, like to see something. Right. Um, and, like, if you think about, um, well, God of War kind of does it too, or does it, like, a lot of times what they, uh, a lot of video games try to do is they actually start you, they kind of do that cold open in terms of they just drop you right into things, they don't explain anything, they, you get going, and... Well, sometimes they kind of drop you at the end of the, like, at the end of the game, like Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Kind of drops you I bet you're wondering end. how we got here. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> sorry, they don't necessarily... That's a plot that device. It is. Um, but like sometimes it's kind of like this weird way of bringing the audience in and making the audience feel like they too had amnesia and making them remember along with the right. video game. So sometimes it's actually bringing in like technically, like if you think of Final Fantasy, let's see, like seven, um, bringing Cloud in, they don't technically give him amnesia for anything, but they do explain it to the player as if the player should know, but doesn't. And now they're experiencing like a flood of these memories as well, right? Right. So it's almost like the player themselves have has amnesia and they're starting to remember things because the, like, there's a lot of... they make game- it more clear in the remake because it was really confusing. Right. But I mean, a lot of video games kind of do that. They don't hold your hand into like explaining everything at the beginning. So as you're going along and certain things appear, then suddenly like you're pushing, you're putting two and two together. And at some point in the game, you're like, I should have known this, but I didn't. But now I do. And when did I, when did I forget that kind of thing? Like, and even though the character that you're playing never technically forgot, they just never mentioned something. It's like a resurgence of a memory or whatever. The flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works. It definitely works in that way to make the, the player themselves feel like they are remembering something that they should have remembered before. Right. So it, it, technically the flashbacks are a way of like forcing the viewer or, or the player to, to experience a, a form of like forced amnesia. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. hey, you forgot about this, didn't you? Don't worry. This is important. Don't remember. I'll remind. Or don't, yeah. don't, uh, don't, don't worry. I'll remind you. Which is, it's kind of cool. But I'm sure that it's not like, uh, not not necessarily planned. It's not, I'm sure it's not actually like, uh, like the technical terms for it is like not forced amnesia for the player or anything. But if you really think about it, like the structure of how it's done is is definitely like the uh, the triggered memories uh, amnesia kind of thing. So, so like, you think that like repressed memories is is a is a better approach? I mean, it's still a form of amnesia, right? But it does it seem more realistic to you then? It really depends on the the medium, the um, plot. 
Yeah. yeah. So say for so let's see. I mean, honestly, the whole the, your past catching up with you is probably like a really good way as as an alternative. Like, I right. Mean, like repressed memories, like if they're coming back and they're coming back like violently or something, they can mm-hmm. usually attribute to a character's awakening or something. So maybe in a video game, something like that might be really good because you, as the character remembers things and they can remember abilities and they can remember, you know, um, it they become more knowledgeable about the world as you do. And well, just like a, or reminded about the world as you do. You know, I I, I suppose amnesia is still not like a bad thing. I mean, they used that in Breath of the Wild, but the way they did it was, they they did a good job because Link is damaged, and so we can accept that he's physically damaged, and he can also be mentally damaged. You know, right. but also Link is a blank slate to start with. He's always been the silent protagonist. That's true. And in giving him the memory loss that you're putting together, really, it's not even telling his story. It's telling everybody else's story. Mm-hmm. So they use that as a device for... And he's just there the for those events. Contributing. Or, yeah, Fair the world. And technically, he's just a vehicle for the plot anyways. Yeah. Zelda, or, sorry, Link has always been a vehicle for the plot, while Zelda has always been a like a focal point for the mm-hmm. plot um, in terms of most of the time centering around her plight. Um, in this case struggle or yeah. struggle and yeah. yeah but who knows this new breath of the wild could uh could turn that on its head she could be part of the part of the solution she could be the main yeah and po- then links the one that you Possibly. have to rescue or they might be thinking why don't we do a cooperative something because we have both of them here and they're both strong or they could be thinking how about we give them a choice of who they play and then they maybe they can play through two two different like perspective type stories or whatever um, and then everybody drew their fantasy drawings of rehydrated Ganon. So I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> rehydrated Ganon. Um, <laughs> I choose. I'm trying not to remember those things. You know what I mean? Like you try to <laughs> repress those. Mm-hmm. Forced amnesia. Yeah, I get it. Do we have anything to talk about? Any more to talk about of this? Not really. Okay, I mean. That's cool. I mean, I pretty much just, I'm trying to decide if uh, amnesia is still a viable uh, tool. I think, I think it is. It, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is too. If you don't use it as a crutch, I think it is. Because I think it's definitely one of those things that has so, it's a Swiss army knife for sure. Like it's got so many uses and plots. You could mm-hmm. you could use it for one character. You could use it for what do you a think full, it, like an actual plot. You could use it for a setting. It could literally be a whole planet of people that have forgotten something what's more interesting to you okay so what's more uh losing men like in black long, huh men in black <laughs> that's more interesting oh sorry i'm we i'm like like delayed reaction <laughs> to answering your question you had earlier <laughs> can you think of a movie yeah because men in black uses the little, yeah, the little yeah. thing things legends of tomorrow does that too okay yeah cool. um sorry <laughs> So, what do you think is a better, more interesting plot device? The the long-term memory loss, the short-term memory loss, the memory erasing, or, or the alcohol one? It's hard for me to ever say what's the best mm-hmm. of anything. But I would definitely say that, like, the long-term memory loss, like, completely forgetting something, it always... It seems like that's the easiest route to take. Right, but... It, but Again, we said it earlier. It gives the uh, the viewer the opportunity to to experience the same things, or to experience those things, and and not in a way where it feels like I'm constantly going back and forth, but 
this is all part of the forward motion of the, of the plot to to remember things that I had lost long ago. Heck, you make a game based on short-term memory loss. That would be interesting. There's you games that like that, like the... Well, not necessarily about memory loss, but they, there's like lots of games that are played in short spurts. Mm-hmm. Um, like in terms of like, you have like one minute hero, you have like um, one way hero. Like there's all these games. Yeah, but this is it's just new adventures. Like I wonder how you could... I, well, I mean, that would definitely have, have to be something to think about. I mean, technically you could go some kind of Groundhog Day way. I think uh, Outer Worlds. Oh, no. Is it Outer Worlds? No, Outer Worlds is the new, like, uh, Fallout su- spiritual successor, right? I don't know. Uh, it's kind of like campy. <laughs> I was thinking of Abe's Odd or Abe Odd World <laughs> when you uh, said that. And then that makes me think of Lemmings. I, never, I played Lemmings. I don't think I played Odd World, but I, played, I think I played Lemmings. Mm. Okay, so we are probably going to end up cutting some of this right here. But I wanted to... Outer Worlds is the Obsidian game. I did not want that one. What is the other one? Um, Outer Wilds. Never Outer Wilds ha- has a has a mechanic where like every 20 minutes, 22 minutes or something like that, the the whole world resets. And you have... So... You, but, you're, but the thing is, it, everything doesn't reset. Think certain things that you log stay logged. So, pretty much, you spend 22 minutes trying to get to certain places, and then you know once it resets, you have to try to get there again. But as you discover more things, you get shortcuts and whatnot. It's definitely one of those types of games. But um, apparently, it's really, really good. I haven't got a chance to play it yet, and I want to. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like again, it's like this weird like manipulation of the amnesia kind of thing mm-hmm. because. Technically, you're still remembering things, but are those con- those would be considered your short-term memory? Right, it's all about perception, anyway. Yeah, I mean, you could do something where, like, you have like a a, a notepad for your game or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're trying to figure things out. But you'd have to have like a you'd have to have some type of like palette switch each time, you know. Mm-hmm. It it's definitely one of those things where like if you're going to integrate it into like a gameplay loop or whatever. That it has to really be a loop, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, loops are hard to justify. Yeah, they're repetitive, and well, by nature they're repetitive. Yeah, well, obviously, the circle always comes back around. <laughs> the whole, the whole deal. Um, but there are certain games, say for instance, like a like a Diablo or a Borderlands. They mm. they all have loops as well, but those loops are, it's like a think about like how when a planet goes around the sun it does actually come back all it always comes back around but doesn't necessarily keep the same ellipses every time right because of way gravity works and in relation to other planets and things like that so it might be modified right so in in like the case of certain games with these loops like outer wilds the loop is always ever so slightly off center because you're you're learning something new so now the loop comes back around and you get to experience it with that new knowledge. And then you do it a loop again and you like more knowledge. Maybe your loop suddenly becomes wider and things like that. But like something like a Diablo or a Borderlands, the loop is becoming wider as you get progressively stronger and as you get progressively newer, like loot and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm totally stuck on trying to think of a way to make a game using... Well, because you have to... Like if you didn't make a game of short-term memory, mm-hmm. like obviously my short-term memory is fine, 
or long-term memory or either one is fine but how would you how would you be able to trick our brains into feeling like our there's something wrong with our short-term memory and and well, as I was you saying said like, it earlier, the palette pr- switch. Yeah, the palette switch, all about perspective. I mean, only you could change the location of the player every time they reset. See, that's frustrating though, because is it though? Because oh, yeah. if you make it interesting every time, mm-hmm. and if you make it in a way where your resetting isn't arbitrary, um, I mean, so you can even do things where you. I mean, if you're if you're in a three D world, you could do things where you change the the actual camera perspective mm-hmm. that makes things different. But I'm saying like if you, okay, say for instance, you made up, let's, let's just take the setting of like an Arkham City or something like that, okay. right? And then every time, every so-and-so t- number of minutes, you black out mm-hmm. and you forget what you did, right? Right. Suddenly you're somewhere else. It's technically a way you could do it. And you keep on, like everything, the thing is you have to give the player, you still have to give this player something that they remember, a goal yeah. or something that, um, something that keeps them honed in on a thing to do. That way, every time they reset, it's not like oh, I got to learn everything over again. Well, yeah, I but, mean, it would have to be something where they don't have a they don't have a uh, a fix on reality, you know, like their right. reality actually changes each time. But the the things are like you should be able to connect patterns, mm-hmm. and and I think that would be how you had to do it. It would be like ha- the it patterns would have to be something are, without a mini map. It would have to be something mm-hmm. that you plotted as you went, and it could be something as simple as uh, like every time you died, you changed consciousness to somebody else, or every so and so minutes, your for some reason your consciousness like spoils the body you're in and it kills them off, and then you move to another body, so you're instantly in another perspective from somebody else, and. The things that you bring with you, maybe like the locations you've been or maybe the conversations you've had. So then now with a new perspective, you're, you continue like kind of like piecing together like why this world is like or why whatever your surroundings keep on feeling like they disappear. And it's not necessarily disappear. You're switching and then maybe there's a bigger mystery as to why your consciousness is switching. And maybe hmm. are the bodies dying? Are they just falling out or what is you could do something like, uh, you know what the Animus is, right? From Assassin's Creed. Yeah, where you drop into time or not. Right. Or you drop into memories. Or whatever. I mean, if there's it's like this. So say you're in this Animus system and you can't get out of it. Kind of like the Matrix or whatever. So mm-hmm. actually, very similar to the Matrix. And you're looking for patterns inside the Matrix, such right. as the rabbit. Follow the rabbit mm-hmm. or whatever. And uh, But if you're in this uh animus whatever like like i was saying like your your reality is kind of changing each time right but then it's and your perception of reality is changing but reality is not changing i think that's how you'd have to kind of do it but that's what i was saying like it's like like if you took um the perception thing could i think we're on the same page but yeah yeah yeah. different ways of explaining it i Mm -hmm. guess yeah just putting you in different people's uh and you literally changing perspective like that might actually just be the 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 idea like pretty much like if you put your hands up in front of your face and you know immediately you're a different person right and then so then you as a player you're still trying to figure out what's going forward unfortunately with the internet people will be able to spoil that real quick yeah that's true well yeah so you'd have to kind of have be able to find a way to make it random but then but then you then you start to get rid of like 
tailor-made storytelling. Yeah, and I, which I, this was hard to do. No, I'm not a fan of that. Even Mm-mm. even a game where I was designing it wouldn't a be as impactful. Random, it yeah, wouldn't be as impactful. Even our game where we were th- talking about doing some sort of like a random type thing, mm-hmm. it was still me designing worlds that could be viewed from different perspectives. Right. And then that would be the extensive like randomness necessarily and and i'm really a big fan of perspective i don't know if you can tell um that like if you if you can change a person's perspective on something there's no sometimes there may be no need to truly like or to like to generate something else you just put them in a different place i mean think about think about like just us living in in washington right and on the i-5 corridor you see houses, you see trees. Mm-hmm. You literally go 15 minutes or sorry, yeah, 15 to 20 minutes to the west. Right. Completely different place. Yeah. 15 minutes to to the east. Lots and lots of water. A little bit less green. I think you got that backwards, but it's okay. I sure did. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I guess realistically, you couldn't make a game where you, you couldn't make a game that replicates short-term memory loss. Because you, but you remember. Can, right. But you can make someone understand or feel like they do. Does that make sense? By giving them that change of perspective. Yeah. yeah. Because that would be what someone with short-term memory loss. I mean, you know, like, oh my gosh, why am I here? Yeah. Why am I here? Hmm. This is kind of fun, actually. That is kind of fun. Trying to convert our uh, podcast topics into to abstract stuff ideas? that mm-hmm. nobody's done before i'm sure somebody's done it before but I, yeah I that's, that's pretty cool. that is a problem though like i mean i feel like everything's been done already <laughs> yeah so except for what we've done exactly because it is uniquely us yes and on so that note it. yeah it's, man that was a good episode i liked it it was a little bit longer than i thought it was gonna be yeah there's some dull parts but i mean it was mm. It was definitely not it me. Finished strong. Yeah, I, I suck so at explaining stuff sometimes. Wow, that was a joke. Oh, well, I the do. Parts, I'll take okay. it. Whatever. I'll admit to it. Mm. You gotta know your flaws, right? In order to improve <laughs> them. I get it. Okay. Just giving life advice. Whatever. Thank you. Oh, I I did, no, I just mean I don't know how to end it now. Oh, unsolicited life advice to the viewers or the listeners. That's how we should end it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then... Uh, yeah. Until next time. Only control... Only worry about the things that you can control. Mm-hmm. And no one is half the battle. Until this next time. Is, this is Dr. Dr. Will signing <laughs> off. <laughs> until next time. <laughs> <laughs>